Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Mike Dennis stopped for a moment just inside the cafe and studied the faces of the men turned in his direction. Their eyes were concentrated on the marshal's badge he wore. He recognized no one, and he breathed more easily. Then as the men turned back to their drinks, he strolled up to the bartender who was waiting expectantly. Howdy, Marshal. Howdy. Where can I put up for the night? Well, there's the Sagebrush Inn, but the best place is Ma Wilson's. That's down at the end of this block. And the livery stable? Far edge of town. It's good to see you, Marshal. I'm not used to a greeting like that. Why? Is anything wrong? Plenty. Sagebrush is just busting with trouble. Well, I'm only passing through. I've got a job to do down the border. Your sheriff can probably handle any local trouble. Uh, we haven't got a sheriff anymore. He was killed last night. Killed? Dry gulched. We'd sure appreciate it if you stayed for a few days. 
I can't do much talking. There's hombres in here I don't trust. But Ma Wilson can tell you all about it. It's a big White House. You can't miss it. I'll be staying tonight anyway. Perhaps I'll see you later. Outside the cafe, Mike hesitated as he was unhitching his horse. He was tempted to mount and ride straight out of town, but the chestnut was tired, so Mike rode only as far as the livery stable. Then he walked back up the street to Ma Wilson's boarding house. Howdy. Well, you're a marshal. That's what the badge says, ma'am. Can you uh, put me up for the night? Oh, of course. What's your name, Marshal? Why, uh, call me Jim, Jim Burnett. But you can't be Ma Wilson. I'm Sue, her daughter. Come in. Thanks. We'll be glad to put you up for as long as you care to stay. Ma, it's the United States Marshal, name of Burnett. Come to stay with us. Oh, land of ocean. Me just putting a pie in the oven. Show him the front room. I'll be with you in a minute. All right. This way, Marshal. I hear your sheriff was killed last night. Murdered, you mean? He was found beside the trail with a bullet in his back. This room suit you? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'll get your pitcher of water so you can wash up. Wait a minute, Sue. I want to hear more about this killing. Here's Ma. She'll tell you. I'll go get the water. Howdy, Marshal. Howdy, Miss Wilson. Make it Ma. You was asking about the sheriff. Yeah. Well, Keno Corwell and his gang killed him. Not that there's any evidence against them, but there's no doubt about it. They've been trying to turn sagebrush into a robber's roost. Keno Corwell. Uh-huh. That's the name. Ever hear of him? No, I can't say I have. Well, maybe you'll recognize him when you see him. Corwell could be an alias. Most likely it is. I admit we don't have any proof he killed the sheriff, but... If you was to recognize him as being wanted for something someplace else, all you'd have to do is slip a pair of handcuffs on him and cart him along to the capital. I'm not going to the capital. I'm heading for the border. We've got a jail. Or just arrest him and we'll guard him till you get back. More, if there were any handbills out on Caldwell, your sheriff would have had them. I can't stay around here long enough to investigate a murder in which there are no witnesses, no evidence. You must have a deputy sheriff. Cy Burdick. It's his duty to handle the case. Oh, he's so crippled up with rheumatism, he can't get out of the house. Well, he can appoint someone to take his place. Well, nobody would. Everybody's scared of Keno. Isn't it your job to enforce the law, Marshal? I'll do what I can while I'm here, Sue, but I can't stay. That's what I've been trying to explain. I have to leave here tomorrow morning. And let Keno take over the town. If you can prove he's broken any law, your own law officers can arrest him. You heard what Ma said. There isn't a man in town who isn't scared of him. I thought you might be different. I can see now I was wrong. I'm not scared of anybody. Sounds to me like you're trying to crawl out of doing your duty. Sounds to me like you're talking mighty big for a 16-year-old, Missy. I'm 18. You just turned 17 and you've no call to say what you did. I apologize for her, Marshal. You know your own business and even if you can't stay long, you're welcome. Maybe just your being here helps some... See you, that is, Sue. Glad to. Howdy, Sue. Keno, what do you want? Here, your big front room is vacant. I'm moving in. It isn't vacant. And there's no room in this house for you. I said I was moving in. Now don't try to slam the door in my face. Ma, it's Keno. He's trying to force his way in. Stand aside. Get your hands off that girl. 
Thank you, Marshal. What happened? The nerve of him. Look, he's got his carpet bag with him. He said he was moving in. You'll never set foot in this house, Sikino. On your way, Caldwell. So your big front room isn't vacant after all. I didn't know you were entertaining the law. Come on, get. Sure. <laughs> but I'll be seeing all of you later. Marshal, I was looking at your face. You recognize Kino. Yeah. From Kansas City three years ago. His real name's Carter, but Kino was his nickname even then. He's wanted by the police there? No, not that I know of. There's nothing I'd like better than to put him behind bars, though. I'm going over and have a talk with you, Deputy Sheriff. You are? I want all the facts in this murder case. Then you aren't leaving in the morning. I'm staying in sagebrush until we catch the killer. It was three days later that the Lone Ranger and Tonto made their camp outside of sagebrush. Tonto went into town to buy supplies and returned to the camp just as it was getting dark. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Easy, Scott. Easy, fella. Yes. It's a good thing we come to sagebrush. Four nights ago, sheriff get murdered. Murdered? Yeah. There are plenty bad fella in town. Them have leader called Kino Caldwell. Sounds like a gambler. Him may be worse than that. People in town say him kill sheriff, but there's no proof. And deputy sheriff, him sick. Then there's no lawman in town at all? Well, their marshal take charge of sheriff's office. A United States marshal? Him wear bad, say that, but him not real marshal. Not real? Why not, Toto? But him say his name Jim Burnett. Jim Burnett, old friend of yours. This not same feller. We'd better investigate. Ah, uh, him come to town day after murder. And he's taken over the sheriff's office. Not right. People say him try hard to find man who killed sheriff. Me stay close to sheriff's office. Hear him talk to girl. Yes? Somebody leave note. Tell Marshal come to Branford Ranch tonight and him learn about murder. Girl not want Marshal to go there. Was the note signed? No. Him find it pushed under door this morning. Is he going out to the ranch? Maybe so. Where is it, Toto? Five mile west of town. Nobody live at ranch now. Did this man who's posing as Jim Burnett have any idea what the note meant? Well, him think maybe it witness meet him at ranch. As somebody who know about murder and afraid comes to the sheriff's office. Yes, it's possible. Might also be the killer. We'll see, Toto. As soon as we've eaten, we'll head for the ranch ourselves. There was a grove of trees near the tumble-down Bradford Ranch House. It was there the Lone Ranger and Toto dismounted later that evening. The place was dark. The roof was falling in. The windows were gaping holes. There was no sound of life around. The masked man and his Indian companion waited for nearly an hour. Then three men rode up to the ranch house. Recognize them, Toto? Ah, big feller, Kino Caldwell. Others... Friends are here. Kino's going inside. The others are taking the horses around and back. Ah. They could be setting up an ambush. That's right. But maybe Fuller, who wear Marshal badge, not come out here. We'll wait and see. Ah. Half an hour later, Mike Dennis reined up in front of the ranch house and dismounted slowly. Oh, 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 boy. Easy. 
anybody around. I should have taken Sue's advice and paid no attention to the note. Still, since I'm here, well, I might as well take a look inside. Use that to light the lamp on the hey, table. Don't that. make a move. You're covered. Just shut the door. And take your gun. Now go ahead. Light the lamp on the table. All right. There you are. That's better. So you wrote the note, eh, Keith? I had it written. You know, Marshal, there's something about wearing a badge that makes a man stupid. What are you going to do? What? Just what I promised to do. I'm going to tell you how the sheriff was killed. I'll do better than that. I'll show you how it was done. But this time, you'll be the corpse. So you mean to shoot me, huh? <laughs> the sheriff said I wouldn't dare shoot him. You killed him here and then took him out the trail and left him there. Might have happened that way. You better hurry. Somebody just rode up. Now, you're wrong, Marshal. You'd like me to turn around, wouldn't you? No, I've had a couple of my men out and back. I wouldn't make the mistake of coming to a place like this alone. Drop that gun, Kino. Sue. What are you doing here? I told you to drop your gun. Not until I tell you why I got him covered. This man's a criminal. He's a United States Marshal. No more than you are. He's wanted by the law in Wichita Falls. Wanted for bank robbery. Or maybe it should be murder. What'd you do with Jim Burnett, Dennis? This is Jim Burnett. The name is Dennis, Mike Dennis, young Bill Dennis's brother. Thought I recognized him the first time I saw him. But it was just possible enough for Mike Dennis to be a marshal. And then I heard he was calling himself Jim Burnett. Well, I knew Jim Burnett. Did you kill Jim Mike? No. He's probably lying, Sue. I'm sure about the bank robbery anyway. Shorty came riding into town last night with the whole story. Jim, Mike, whatever your name is, this I'm is... I'm Mike Dennis, all right. Sure he is, and wanted by the law. Shorty, come in here. Sue, part of what he says is true. The part about the bank robbery. But if Keno makes a move, shoot to kill. He's just confessed to me that he killed the sheriff. I'll count three, Keno. If you haven't dropped your gun by then, I'll shoot. I'm telling you I'm on the side of the law. One, I can... two... Hold it, hold it. You can take this Aubrey prisoner just as well as me. If you say so, I'll holster my gun like this. Look out, Sue. No! I didn't. I didn't shoot him. No, it was a man at the window, a man with a mask. He shot at you and hit Keno. I don't see anyone. Yeah, he's gone. He's coming around the front door. It's all right. I've got Keno's gun. What are you going to do? He must be uh... one of Keno's men. When he comes oh. through that door, I'll let him have it. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. When Kino turned quickly, prepared to shoot Sue, the Lone Ranger fired through the open window, and the bullet caught Kino in the arm. Mike Dennis picked up Kino's gun and faced the door, ready to fire as soon as the masked man opened it. In the next instant, Sue screamed. There's an Indian at the window now. That's you, drop gun. He got you covered. As Mike dropped his gun, the door burst open, and the Lone Ranger stepped inside the room. Oh, give me that. He took Sue's gun and then picked Mike's gun from the floor. Good work, Tonto. I'll tie him up. Come in and bandage Kino's arm. Let me do it. Who are you? I've never seen you before. You're not one of Kino's men. Kino's men are out and back, bound and gagged. Who are you? What are you doing here? I'm Sue Wilson. I followed the marshal, this man out here because I was afraid he was riding into a trap. I didn't realize it was to be a meeting between two crooks. And now you... Not and I heard most of what was said in here, but you don't have to worry, Miss Wilson. I'm not an outlaw. Then why do you wear a mask? If you don't mind, I'll answer your questions when I finish with my own... Oh, don't, there. Don't. How's the arm, Toto? With only flesh wound. Me fix it plenty quick. So, your name is Dennis. Yeah. How does it happen you're calling yourself Burnett? Well, what difference does that make to you? Jim Burnett is an old friend. I want the truth, Dennis. Why are you using his name... Because he hasn't any use for it anymore. He's dead? You said you didn't kill him. I didn't. I buried him. All right, let's have it. The whole story. It was south of Wichita Falls. I was riding through Painted Valley when I saw a lot of smoke to the west, and I rode that way to have a look. It was a small wagon train. Apaches had attacked it. How do you know that? Because there were seven people lying on the ground near the burning wagons. There were Apache arrows in all of them. One of them was a marshal. Before I buried him, I took his papers and his badge. Why? I was trying to get to the border. People don't ask a U.S. marshal many questions. Why did you stop in Sagebrush? I only intended to stay there overnight, but... Then I found out about the sheriff's murder, and it looked as if Kino had done it. I wanted to put him behind bars. Sue, I... I'd like you to think as well of me as you can. You confessed to robbing a bank. No, I didn't. Now, just listen. I've had a long-standing grudge against Kino because he was the one who started my young brother gambling. And from gambling, Bill went on to crime. I didn't have any part in the bank hold-up, but Bill did, and I, I... I helped him escape afterwards. He was wounded. He was my brother. Where is he now? I... I buried him, too. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just as well. You'll have to go back to Wichita Falls and face the charges against you. Why should he? Because it's the only way he can clear himself. And I don't think he was cut out to be an outlaw. I don't understand you. What business is this of yours? Jim Burnett was my friend. So was your sheriff. That doesn't sound likely. I don't know why I believe you. Perhaps because it's the truth. I simply feel that someone should carry on with their work. We have a confessed murderer here. I'm not. I heard you confess, Kino. I'll deny it. You can't prove anything against me. You're going to jail anyway. You have the keys of the jail, Dennis? Oh, yeah, in my pocket. Good. Here you are, Miss Wilson. Why are you giving me these? You're the one who's going to lock them up. Kino, the two men out and back, and Dennis. But me? Why should I? I can't... Tonto and I'll ride with you as far as the edge of town. Tonto will go on to the jail with you. Then, after your prisoners are locked up, I want you both to meet me at Cy Burdick's house. Jim, I mean, Mike, I, I don't you want... You do what he says, Sue. It's a good idea. When the town sees a girl like you bringing us in and locking us up, it may put gumption in every, everybody. 
Maybe the men will get their nerve back and clean up the place. Can Kino ride, Tonto? Uh, him ride. Then let's get started. The little procession that rode down the main street of Sagebrush half an hour later created a sensation in the town. Kino, with his bandaged arm, rode first. Then Shorty, Red, and Mike Dennis, their hands tied behind their backs. Tonto and Sue brought up the rear. The townspeople poured out of the inn and the cafes and crowded around Sue as she reined up in front of the sheriff's office. Hey, what's this all about, Sue? Kino and Shorty and Red are going to be tried for murder. What? You got any evidence against them? She has Kino's own word. That's enough to hold him. But, Marshal, why are you tied up? You didn't have anything to do with it. You couldn't have. He's no Marshal. His name is Dennis. And he's wanted in Wichita Falls on a bank robbery charge. That's right, men. He's got us dead rights. Why, can't believe it, Sue. You captured these men all by yourself? I didn't say that. But I brought them in, and now it's up to the rest of you to lend a hand. You're not going to keep me in any jail. Hear that, men? You got no evidence against me. Oh, yes, we have. I got plenty of evidence against you. Who's that? Who's talking now? It's Bert Masters, the clerk at the Sagebrush Inn. Well, speak up, Bert. What are you talking yeah, about? Keno and his pals all claim they were playing poker in Keno's room on the night of the murder. Well, I know different. I saw him slip in the back way of the inn at two in the morning. I was afraid to say anything before, but now it's different. Who all did you see, Bert? Keno and Shorty and Red and Butch. There was Eddie and Slim, too. Well, we got three of them here. Let's round up the others. All right, you can on. help me lock Keno up first. No, Slim, Butch, Eddie! As the townspeople surged around Kino's horse, a volley of shots rang out. Kino's outlaw friends were firing into the crowd, and the men who had been helping Sue ran for cover. Hey, this is getting too hot. Let's get out of here. I got no liking to get trained. Sue, Tonto, and the prisoners were left alone in front of the jail. A bullet hit Tonto in the right arm, and his gun dropped to the ground. But he reached over with his left hand and grabbed the bridle of Kino's mount. Sue was having difficulty with her horse. Get out of here, Sue. You'll be hit. I can't leave you. Kino's men will kill you. How about giving me a chance to fight you won't try to escape. Of course not. Easy. I'll help you dismount. Uh, easy, boy. Uh, come on, run. I'll untie your hands when we find some cover. Right, As Sue go. and Mike ran around the corner of the jail, Tonto slipped from his saddle to recover his gun. But the outlaws were closing in. And as he bent over, one of them brought a gun butt down on his head. Oh, no, you don't. He dropped to the ground. Scout shouldered the plunging horses away from him. The outlaws cut the ropes on Shorty and Red. Slim yelled at Kino. What are you waiting for, Kino? You're the only one that got anything on. Get out of town. Head for the border. All right, get up there. Oh. The rest of you follow me to the last chance. Right. We'll make a fight for it there. Right. Shoot anybody who shows themselves. Right. Tuttle, who had only been stunned by the outlaw's blow, now rose to his feet. As Mike came around the corner of the jail, his guns blazing away in the direction of the retreating outlaws. Tonto saw Kino disappearing up the main street. The Indian swung into his saddle. Get him up, He headed up the first side street in the direction of Cy Burdick's home. But he had ridden less than half a block when he saw the mighty Silver racing toward him. He reined up. They're big fight. When men start to put Kino in jail, him call for help. Crooks start shooting into crowd. You've been wounded, Tonto. Oh, it's not bad. But crooks get Kino and set him free. Where are they now? Most crooks go to Last Chance Cafe. Fight from there, but Kino get way. You're sure? Him ride out of town. Be afraid me not able to ride fast enough to catch him. Better tell you. Which way did he go? Him go south. Into the hills. Ah. The river's in flood beyond the hills. I may be able to stop him there. Take care of that bullet wound. Ah, me do it. Monsilver! 
Great Horse Silver raced out of town and up the twisting, climbing trail that led into the hills, on and on until the highest point of ground was reached, and then still faster as he hit the downward slope. Closer and closer, the roar of the river sounded above the thunder of his hoofs. And finally, the Lone Ranger reined up on a block directly above it. Oh, Silver, oh, oh, steady there. For the first time, the masked man saw Kino. He had reached the bottom of the bluff many feet below and was urging his mount into the flood. Instead of taking the down trail, the Lone Ranger rode on to a point where the cliff hung over the river. Straight to the edge, and then... Go on, boy. Over we go. Silver leaped. He and the Lone Ranger went under when they hit the water, and the masked man slipped from the saddle as they rose to the surface and grabbed hold of a stirrup. The violent current caught them and began sweeping them downstream. But Kino and his mount were still farther downstream and halfway across. Silver struck out for the far shore. The angry waters boiled around him. The Lone Ranger yelled a warning as a great log swept down on them. Easy, boy, easy! The log whirled by them and Silver struck out once more. With every second, he gained on Kino, but the killer had nearly reached the bank. His horse found his footing. Kino staggered to his feet. The Lone Ranger took a calculated risk. Kino was carrying an old-style colt. There was a chance it would miss fire after being submerged. Kino's right arm had been wounded. If he fired with his right hand, there was a chance he would miss. The masked man urged Silver straight toward the gunman. On, boy, on! Silver's hoofs hit bottom. Then the Lone Ranger found solid ground, but Kino was standing directly above him on the bank and was going for his gun. The gun was out of its holster. Kino pulled the trigger. The bullet whistled past the Lone Ranger's ear as he dove for Kino's feet. Both men hit the ground. Kino tried desperately to fire once more, but the masked man had managed to grab his wrist. And now he was twisting it slowly. And finally, with a cry of pain, Kino released his grip. All right! That's all, Kino. You're on your way back to jail. When the Lone Ranger reached the outskirts of Sagebrush with his prisoner, the town was quiet and he found Tonto waiting for him. Oh, Silver, oh, oh, oh. You catch him, Kimasabi. That's plenty good. Now, what about the others? Well, men in town fight hard. Plenty outlaw wounded. Then, them surrender. They're all in jail? That's right. And here's the last one. Take him in and we'll be on our way. It was nearly two weeks later that the sheriff from Wichita Falls reached Sagebrush to take Mike Dennis into custody. But before they started north, Mike was allowed to say goodbye to Ma Wilson and Sue. Do you think they'll send you to prison? Oh, I'm not sure, Sue. Whatever happens, it's better to face the music and get it over with. You'll be coming back to see us, Mike. Oh, you can bet on that, Ma. Well, I'm glad, then. If the masked man hadn't taken a hand in things, you'd have crossed the border and we'd never have seen you again. You know, I've been thinking about the masked man, Sue. I've had a lot of time for it, and, and the more I think, the sure I am. Sure of what? Of who he is. He never told us his name. He just helped us clean up the town, and then he rode away. Oh, that's all part of it. That's what makes me so sure now that the masked man must have been the Lone Ranger. I'll do
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.